Welcome to the Coaching for Leaders podcast. Hey everyone, I'm your host Dave Shep. Today we're going to be covering a range of topics on leadership, life purpose, goals, and what you're doing in your life to be happy. I'm a business coach, life coach, and I got a bit of woo-woo in me. I've been creating leaders for over 25 years, and I hope that this show inspires you to bring out your hidden potential and empowers you to live your passion. Let's go ahead and start today's show. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 27. I want to thank you very much for being here today. I'm very excited to have you listen to all the crap and wisdom and sage advice that's going to spew out of my stupid mouth. Let's see what's going on today. It is it's a beautiful day. Spring is here. I tell you, I, I was out in the yard yesterday doing some work, um, worked on some of the front yard, putting some mulch down, and I can't tell you what... Uh, Getting out sometimes really, really helps with all of the monotony going on, especially working in nature like that. So I thought what I would do is talk today about, you know, what burnout is and how to avoid burnout in your job and, and things that you need to do so that you can take time for you, uh, make yourself a priority, maybe slow down, breathe, literally take some time to smell the roses. So what does that mean without sounding like a pussy? Yeah, no, I mean, it's true because it's like, you know, I, I tell people, they're like, dude, I, I work from 6 a.m. to midnight. I, um, I'm going, going, going constantly. I work, 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 work. Well, that's all good for short term. It's all good for getting a project done. But if this is your life and it's been your life for a couple of years, three years, five years, 10 years, um, that sucks. And that is not how, how you should live. You know, it, it's one of those things where you can tell that you have burnout problems when you become kind of cynical. <laughs> um, you know that 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 is that is kind of kind of a problem at times, especially with with something that you're passionate about. When you start something and and you're you're doing something, and you're like, oh my god, this is amazing, and then you realize that you're turning cynical about it, or it just goes through the mundane. Okay, I'm going to do this again today. I'm going to do this again today. Um, what is it that that you need? You know, do you have to drag yourself to work? Do you have to drag yourself to your clients? Do you feel like you just have um, no fulfillment from all of your achievements? Like, like you're setting these goals, you're making money, you're doing all these things, but you're just completely unfulfilled. And then you're you're developing bad habits, uh, sometimes addictions with either food, drugs, or alcohol in order to feel something or not feel something. You know, there's such a thing as, not wanting to feel empty um that, that some people don't understand they're like well I, I don't have anything that i'm trying to avoid because i don't feel anything in general it's like well yeah but you're using substances to avoid not feeling nothing um so you're trying to feel something even though that at times it doesn't work so there's just so many different things um you know one one thing for me like this is my trigger that i know is when my sleep habits change because i'm, I'm usually very good at with my sleep um, and, and I maintain that and I control that because I think sleep is an important part of recovery for, from everything that you do, with, you know, what you learn, your body, your physical from working out. So for me, when I notice that my sleep patterns are changing, it's like a little wake up call or a little alarm for me. It's like, okay, I need to, I need to back off a little bit. I need to take some time for myself. I need to stop rushing around so much. I need to identify that I'm radiating more fear and stress and busyness than i am to receiving the goodness that the world is having to offer you know what, what's out there what is the universe trying to send me for my highest good 
I think some of the most important things that you can do for yourself is to create a space for downtime. You know, what, what does that mean? What is downtime? You know, there's so many different things that downtime is, you know, it's, it's taking, taking long walks, going on hikes, um, you know, reading a book, uh, binge watching your favorite show. Um, you know, you know, those are things invite people over, you know, for, for a barbecue or, you know, I know it's hard to do with COVID nowadays, but you know, something that you could do that you could socially distance out in the backyard is still doable. And, and the weather is, is getting good for that kind of stuff. You know, play video games, um, you know, going to church or, or whatever your, your place of worship is, you know, doing some kind of hobby or crafts, going to the gym, I highly recommend any kind of physical exercise because that, that burns out that stress. Also, one thing that I like to tell people is always, always, always have a vacation scheduled. I can't tell you how much hope that that gives you as an individual if you have a vacation scheduled. I don't care if it's a year and a half out. I don't care if it's six months out. I don't care if it's a month out. Whatever it is, but always have a trip scheduled. Always have a ticket booked somewhere so that you have something to be hopeful for, so that you're working towards something, so that you're taking time out for yourself and your family to always, always, always have a trip scheduled. That is like my number one thing that I love to tell people because it's that important that you take care of yourself. You know, going to the beach, riding a horse, you know, there's so many different things that, that you could do just going on a drive. There's so many different things that you can do during this pandemic to still take care of yourself, to have fun, you know, playing out in the backyard with the kids, you, you know, um, whatever it is, you know, if you have a pet, you know, training your pet, teaching your pet, you know, walking with your pet, doing all these different things with it, but just having fun. Because if you're not having fun in your life, if you're just constantly go, 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 then you're just, you're not in a state of joy. And then you become disconnected. You become disconnected from people. You become disconnected from yourself. You become disconnected from the divine. I mean, all of the things, you know, your higher power, your higher being, all these things, you just become disconnected because there's no joy in it. You have to have joy and hope in your life. And if you don't, there's a problem with that. There, there really is. You, you know, what are you hopeful about? If you remove hope from your life, then you're literally just slowly committing suicide because that's all you that's all you care about. You put harmful things in your body. You do things that just add anxiety to your body, which adds anxiety and stress to your organs, which adds to your physical form deteriorating quicker. So you're basically just saying, I'm just waiting to die. And it's a slow form of suicide is all that is. And people don't recognize that. People don't recognize that that kind of burnout, that kind of unhappiness and that kind of lack of hope and joy is emotionally draining, it's physically draining, and it's spiritually draining. And you have to, you have to realize that this doesn't just affect you. If you're a parent, you know, if you're a husband, a, a, a wife, a father, a mother, a son, a daughter, it affects all of those around you. I was talking to a friend of mine last week, and 
Um, it was just like, dude, when you enter the room, literally you suck out all hope from the very air, you know, and, and as an empathic healer, I'm, I'm very sensitive to it. And he was like, well, what do you mean? I'm not like that. I'm like, dude, you are, what is going on with you? You know? And, and then we had a really nice talk and, and you know, he, he was going through some stuff that was very uncomfortable that he just didn't want to talk about, but it was good because he was just, you know, he was having some problems with the son that he did not know how to deal with. He felt like a failure as a father, you know, because a teenage son, you know, said, I hate you. Well, you know what? All teenage sons say that. <laughs> all teenage daughters say that. We all go through stuff like that. But if you're that insecure, that it affects your mood, that it affects your connection to others, that it affects your connection to yourself, and it makes it to where you lose hope, then it just comes down to the fact that you need to really, really start prioritizing you and not let other people have that kind of control over you. Because you control the energy that you bring into the room. I saw something the other day that was really kind of funny. It's like everyone, um, oh shit, I can't remember. Don't you hate that? Okay, well, I'm not going to edit this out. I just suck because I have bad memory. But it was funny, so you can laugh with me. Um, let's see. One thing that I, I just want to talk about is um, why is it that we as leaders don't take time for ourselves? Why is it that we feel that if we go have fun, that we haven't earned it? And then at the opposite end, why is it that you see all of these people who are saying that they're leaders, who are not succeeding, taking all kinds of trips and having all kinds of fun? So where's the balance? I've got clients who work 24-7. They're kicking ass. They are nailing it, but they're just not having fun in life. But they are successful in their chosen fields. Then I have clients who whine and bitch because they're not successful. But every time I turn around, they're out of town on a vacation doing something. Or they're spending the weekend with friends. Or they're, or they're traveling here. They're traveling there. And, you know, there's one client where I'm like, you realize we're in a pandemic, yet you like are all over the country flying. And he's like, I got my face mask. But then he comes to me and he's like, um... I don't, I'm not, yeah, I'm not making money right now. I'm not, my business is not as successful as I wanted to be. It's like, well, bitch, work. And, and that's a lot, that's a lot of, of some of my conversations, best life coach ever hashtag, um, you know, and it's just, it, it's funny because it just comes down to, you know, you have to find that balance. You have to be able to work. Yes, you want to be able to work. You want to have a great work ethic. You want to be able to push and do your passion. But it has to be fun while you do it. It should not be so draining that it drains your soul to where you're miserable. And, and you do want to have fun and you do want to take vacations. But you want to space them out and make sure that when you take a vacation that you still have the money to do it. Because if you're maxing out your credit cards and you're borrowing money to go on these trips, that's not a good thing. But if you've worked hard, you've made some, had some successes, you've made some sales, you've done some great things, you know, you, you're able to pay your bills off. 
and then you know you have your savings and then you build your nest egg and then part of your savings is you have a little vacation fund use it do it that's very healthy to do but i have people that have vacation funds that some <laughs> some have more than most people's retirement fund because they're just like well this is my vacation fund but i don't I never go anywhere i never spend it i never do anything i just want to go to work come home go to work come home that's all i want to do so we got to figure out that that balance of, of what it is that you can do so that you feel renewed and refreshed because that's the big thing is you would be amazed of how life seems so different when you are renewed and refreshed when you feel like that you have the joy that you are creative and you created something special that you're in this creative mode and you create new things in your job you create new things with your passion but then you take time out to play. You know, there's an old saying, I, I play hard, I work hard. I work hard, play hard. Um, but that, that's the thing. I want you to work really hard, but I want you to play really hard too. But it has to be that balance. You know, do you take on more than you can handle? So how can you free up some time so that you can enjoy life more? You know, that, that's, that's the big question. Because I, I guarantee you that if your sleep habits change, if you're having unexplained headaches, you know, if, if you've got pains, physical complaints, um, you know, if, if you feel no satisfaction from anything, you know, you're not having sex, you find it hard to concentrate, um, you know, you feel like you don't, you know, that you procrastinate and you're not being productive. These are just things that are issues, and especially if you be, have uh, irritability towards your coworkers or amongst your employees, you know, things like that, because that makes it to where you, uh, you know, it, it, it creates problems and it doesn't make you a really good leader. And there are some things that add to this because the external things that add to this are things like, um, you know, you're, you're in a position of, of leadership, but then the rules change, you know, somebody took away some of your some of your ability to control the situation or or to you know lack of resources and that makes it to where you're just like okay well i need to compensate for this so that my team is not affected um you know and that's something that a lot of leaders fall into that trap they're trying so hard to be that shield they're trying so hard to protect their team that they'll they'll work harder than the actual team members whereas a lot of times if you just speak your truth and say, look, you know, hey, we just had word from from above that, you know, our project budget just got cut. So we have to figure out what we're going to do. And we have to come together and we have to figure this out because we still have to make the deadline. We still have to make the quota. We still have to do this project. However, now we have lack of limited resources. So let's let's brainstorm this together. Let's be a team. I will lead you. I will guide you. But let's let's throw some things out there. Let's think outside the box so that we can compensate for what just happened. Those are very healthy things to be able to say. You don't need to be that shield and you don't need to be the one, the leader who takes all of this on yourself. Your team, when they love and respect you and care for you and work hard for you because you're a servant leader, they will be there. Just speak your truth. Sometimes things that lead to, to burnout and, and this kind of stress too is some kind of dysfunction within the team. You know, sometimes you just make that bad hire. Sometimes you just got this, what, 
what the hell kind of person working with you and and it, it can make it where you have to pick up their slack you have to pick up other people's slack because that person is disrupting your team you know and this is just one of the things where when you work with an office bully or you have you're being undermined by people um that really contributes to, to some job stress and job burnout and some things are making you feel like you can't leave the situation to go do anything fun to spend time with your family do do you have a good work-life balance those kind of things so being able to say no i'm not going to work with someone who's dysfunctional in my workplace and and, and you get them out of there you do it you have the hard conversations if you're working with someone who is making your job and your life difficult do something about it you are the leader so do something about it. There are many, many, many professional ways to help you. There are many conversations that you can have to either help the person change, help the person be better, or move them the hell out of your organization. But if you feel like you're powerless, then that's a mindset of a, of a weak leader who's not in control. I had a conversation with someone this week that what's the difference between power and control. And I can tell you that any leader who seeks control is a powerless leader, but you will know a powerful leader. If you see someone who does not want control. And that's the truth, man. I'm telling you, many, many, many of those powerful people I have ever met do not want to control the situation. They are so in alignment with their own power that they just are. They empower others. They treat others with so much dignity and respect. They lead through example, and they never let anyone else's views or opinions of them penetrate their armor because they're so powerful so they understand what it means to have power but they also understand what it means to wield it and wielding great personal power means not trying to control others and they get that they understand it and it is a very powerful place to be and I hope and pray that everyone listening to this, that you get that someday or that you have that now. Because when you're in that, when you realize that that is the true meaning of personal power is that you're not trying to control the situation. You're not trying to control others. You're not trying to control things. That's when you realize that you have found your personal power and you're hanging on to it. You don't have to control your anger. You don't have to control your emotions. You don't have to control the, the workspace. You don't have to control your household because you are in your own power. And that is something that is very, very special. And it's a process. And I've helped many people find that with my coaching. And that's something that I think is really strong and acceptable person defined and I notice the difference in that 
you know, it get rid, gets, gets rid of a lot of insecurities. I think that one of the strongest things that you can do is just going with the flow at times. You know, and I know that sounds so woo-woo and so, you know, like, oh, I, I can't do that. But no, it's the truth. There are times where you just have to let go and go with the flow. Because the flow is pretty cool in a lot of ways. Because it helps you build that work-life balance. It helps you build that support system. It helps you um, do activities and, and experience wonderful workplace dynamics. It helps to clear your job expectations. And it helps to realize that you don't need control. You don't need control. You don't seek control. You don't seek that because it's innate within you because you have your own personal power. It's this fine balance of a lot of things. I'm currently in the middle of, of my edits of my book that's coming out called Discover Your Soul Cube. And it's hard writing a book. <laughs> this is my first book. And let me tell you, yeah, it's hard. Um, and, and I guess that's why it's, you know, if, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But man, I tell you, once you get the edits in there and you realize, hey, you know, um, you got to restructure things and you got to add more to it. You need more depth. And it's like, but I thought I was done that chapter. Um, and then, you know, your editor comes back and like, nope, let's have uh, 5,000 more words. And you're like, what? <laughs> um, I, I was just going for a short story here. <laughs> um, so it, it, it's fun, but it's exciting. But a lot of what my book is about is just finding that balance of, of a lot of the most important things in our life. You know, so the soul cube, what is the soul cube? What is the divine spark? What does it mean to live a life in balance? These are things that, I, that I'm covering. And I can tell you that when you take your life and you do live a life in balance of spiritual physical masculine feminine light and dark when you can do that you learn to embrace that it's incredible one thing i've discovered is that there is true power in the darkness that lies within each of us and we can either hide that or we can embrace it when we try to hide it when we're ashamed of it we have no control over it when we embrace it, when we acknowledge it, when we're authentic about our, our dark side, then we step into our power. And I, and I talk about that in my book because it, it's, so, it's so true. And I've taught people this. I teach people how to get rid of shame, how to live a life that they're proud of by being authentic. I have a, a short... Um, a short five-day class on my website for uh, being an authentic person. So if you guys want to go to my website and do that, what it is, you sign up for it and you just get an email every morning for five days and the email gives you short tasks to do. It's just each day probably is no more than 15 minutes. But the success that I've had with that little five-day email class and people coming to me and saying, oh my God, I did not realize how fake of a person I am until I took this class. Thank you so much. So five days, 15 minutes could lead to a new you, man. So check it out. It's on my website, daveshepconsulting.com. So today's going to be kind of a short one, uh, just because I, I think I've hit this topic um, 
pretty, pretty, pretty hard. And I don't think there's really much more to say, but I just want to say thank you very much for listening. Thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for all of the kind words. I, I get so much, so many nice messages from this podcast. And I, I can't tell you as, as I'm going through my day and I, and I sit down and I look through my DMs um, or even my Instagram, people hit me up on there uh, about the podcast. And it's just, it's so nice to hear your words and hear your success stories. So keep those success stories coming. Let me know if, if there's certain topics you want me to, to talk about in the future. And I would be glad to hit those. You guys have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye.